0: Crime Scenes and Cupcakes is a true crime investigative podcast. We discuss cases regarding the assault, murder, sexual assault, or cases involving the abuse or abduction of adults or children. These topics can be very disturbing and a trigger to many individuals. So please listen accordingly. If you or someone you know is struggling or in crisis, Help is available. You can text, call, or chat, 988. This is available 24 seven. It is also available in multiple languages for anyone who needs mental health related or suicide crisis support. It can connect you with trained crisis counselors. Also, if you are in Wichita, there is a local crisis center. Call 316-660-7500. Hey, uh, does
1: anybody out there know what time it is right now? Anybody at all? Oh, almost one o'clock in the morning. You know what that means. That means it's time to listen to Nocturnal Distractions. I'm your host, Kendra, and I like true crime. So that's what this podcast is about. Mostly just true crime. Some mysteries thrown in. I'm not a girl that goes to sleep or tries to go to sleep listening to podcasts about serial killers. But I decided to start a podcast and maybe help other people like myself. I'd also like to fall asleep listening to true crime podcasts or documentaries. So tune in. Hear yeah, what I have to say. Hopefully I'll bring you some new cases that you haven't heard of before. Some new views. I'm going to dig into some psychology stuff with serial killers and other types of perpetrators. And I'd say I'm going to head to bed now. But we all know that's not true at all. I'm going to be up until 5 o'clock in the morning and then I'll go to bed. Hence, the name Nocturnal Distractions. I will catch you guys later.
0: Hey guys, it's Mary Ann, dog mom, baker, true crime podcast maker, and we are covering another unsolved case today that really needs some attention from Kansas. It is the case of Alonzo Tyree Brooks. Alonzo was born on May 19th, 1980 to Billy Brooks Sr and Maria Ramirez. He was a native of Topeka, Kansas. Brooks was of African-American and Hispanic descent. This is important to this case. Now, at the time of his disappearance, he was 23 years old and working as a custodian for the Countryside Maintenance over in Gardner, Kansas. On April 3rd, 2004, Brooks was traveling with three friends to a party in Lacine, Kansas, not a very big town, and it's about 50 miles south of Gardner, Kansas, where he was living. Now, while he was at the party, some racial slurs were getting thrown about, and yeah, they were being uttered towards Alonzo Brooks. And it was igniting some tension between Brooks and some of the other individuals at the party. And Brooks' friends were like, okay, we're, we're getting the hell out of this. this. Rather than getting into some sort of fight, rather than escalating the situation, they're just like, you know what, we're deucing out of here. This is enough. But in all of this, there was a misunderstanding as to who was taking Alonzo home. And somebody else thought they were getting them. Somebody else thought they were getting them. So while everyone thought that somebody else had Alonzo, nobody had Alonzo Brooks. And nobody realized it until the next day when Alonzo did not return to Gardner, Kansas. And his family realized Alonzo Brooks was missing. So following the night of the party, Brooks's family decides to travel to Lacine Kansas, to search for their son. They contact the local authorities. You know, not raising hell, not anything. Hey, our family, our loved one, is missing. They talk to the Lynn County Police Department and they say, the Lynn County Police Department's like, okay, wow, this is a problem. We're going to go out and we're going to search for Alonzo. And the family is... Okay, we are going to put our faith in law enforcement because that's what you do, right? The Lynn County Police Department says, we're going to look for Alonzo Brooks. Alonzo Brooks' family says, thank you. Thank you so much for looking for him. You're going to go question individuals. You're going to find our son. We have faith. We believe this is going to happen. Even though, you know, There's been a lot of racial unrest, as there is a lot of times throughout the world right now and even back then. So they come back and they say, you know what? We didn't find him. Maybe he's off sleeping it off somewhere. Maybe there's something else going on. Don't worry about it. But they're going to worry about it. And they say, that's not good enough. You need to find Alonzo Brooks. We haven't heard from him this isn't like him. You need to find him. Lynn County Police Department. Okay, we're going to find him. We're going to bring in the top tier professionals. We're going to bring in the people who are going to find him. So we're calling in the KBI and the FBI and they're going to find Alonzo Brooks. So you can imagine how the family is like, oh, holy cow. You know what? We have faith in this. We know that the FBI and the KBI are not going to let us down. And they're going to find our Alonzo. But the KBI and the FBI come back and they say, oh my gosh, you know, we've exhausted everything. We can't find Alonzo Brooks. You know, we've checked out everything. We can't find him. And this is where I need the listeners to really tune in. I need you guys to push your earbuds in a little bit tighter. I need you guys to turn the volume up. I need all of you to pay close attention. Don't just have this on for background noise. I need y'all to really listen to me because this is important. Because this could come in handy in your own future I hope it never does I hope this information is never needed for you but the family decides okay you know what you're saying you can't find Alonzo we're telling you he is not sleeping it off it is a month later it is May 1st 2004 the family haven't heard from Alonzo Brooks They don't know where he is, but they finally get permission from the person that had the party to search their property. So the family is going to go out and do this themselves because, and this is what I want you guys to hear. You cannot just take your loved one, whether it is your own family, whether as in my case, it is a dear friend. If a case stalls, but law enforcement says they have it, you cannot just put it in their hands and say, good faith, go with God, we trust you 100%. You have got to take some of that within your own hands and make sure, be that advocate. Because the advocate for the victim, for the missing You are the most important thing for that person on the face of this earth. Just as much as it is for a patient, you are that lifeline. And they were Alonzo Brooks' lifeline. Because let me tell you, on the first day of the search effort, Brooks' body was found on the banks of Middle Creek, adjacent to the house where he was last seen a month earlier they found him on the first friggin day you guys i don't know if law enforcement had used dogs i hadn't been able to find that i know it had been raining i know there was some flooding but let me guarantee you there hadn't couldn't have been a whole month If they had talked to people, what the fuck, guys? His own family had to find him. His own loved ones had to see his body in decomposition. Do you know what a body looks like when adipocere and modeling takes in? Do you know what that had to be like? I'm just, I can't, uh, I I am just speechless every time I read this. And a lot of our information comes from uncovered.com. If you are interested in cold cases, if you are interested in becoming a true crime advocate in researching these cases and in doing what you can to help, you don't have to be personally connected to these cases. You can become an advocate, a researcher and help in these cases. And I encourage you to go to uncovered.com. But so the family, they were doing everything. They did everything right. They went to law enforcement. They put it in their hands for a month. And then they're the ones that found Alonzo Brooks on in a ditch on a bank with a month of decomposition. Now, I'm gonna get a little angry here and I'm gonna try to hold it in, but the first, let me say that again, the 1st postmortem examination indicated that Brooks did not have any biological signs of drowning or blunt force trauma or b- broken bones and consequently, this pathologist could not determine a cause of death. Let me tell you, This family had to advocate hard and they had to go back and exhume his body and get it done the right way. This family did not stop advocating for Alonzo Brooks because they knew racism was involved and they knew his case was not being taken seriously. Maria Ramirez, Alonzo's mom, as I said, she knew this case, it was racially motivated it was a racially motivated crime, and she was not going to allow the death of her son to go unanswered. She wanted justice for Alonzo because Angela Cox, one of Alonzo Brooks' aunt, she said that when they found him, that they could tell when they saw him that there was foul play involved, no matter what this pathologist said, they could tell. And Cox and Ramirez, they both think race played a large part in his killing. Now, the 23-year-old was half Latino and half African-American. And he was one of the few people of color at this party. Now, 17 years after Brooks' death, his mother and his aunt are still unhappy about that first investigation. And they were saying how they had gotten nowhere with local authorities. Obviously, the friggin' local authorities didn't even find them. They had to do all the work. And the aunt was saying that they don't even want to talk to them. Now, she was talking to KCUR's Luke Martin from her own home in Topeka. And she said that when family members would call, that They were just told, well, you guys are calling too much. And this is something I've gone back and talked about often is surely we can, I I know law enforcement is stretched Then, just like every other occupation right now. There's just, there's not enough bodies. There's just not enough, and there's so much more crime going on. There are just as many amazing police officers as there are bad ones. I know people are talking about, and it's so easy to point out the horrific officers out there, but trust me guys, I have seen some amazing ones. Recently, we've talked about the Adam Herman case and the Butler County Sheriff's department are every day, blood, sweat, and tears, still trying to find Adam Herman after all of these years and they welcome anybody who's willing to try to find answers. The Garden City Police Department encourages and works hard with anybody who's willing to come forward, with anybody who's trying to find information. They share, they do so much. The Sedgwick County Sheriff's Department, right here within the Wichita area, they were willing to openly talk about the cases They are willing to sit and share what they have, what they can do. They want these cases and the initiative solved. There are good officers out here, just as many of these horrific bad ones. Yes, I talk about the butting heads I have with the Wichita Police Department so often, but there are amazing officers out here as well. This, in this case, There are some buttheads here. Numerous theories have been offered as to how Brooks died. Witnesses recall that there was a flirtation between Alonzo Brooks and a white woman, Caucasian woman, later on at the party. That prompted a lot of the fights and stuff that was going on. Now, the only really true way in this type of case, that this case will get solved, this is not going to get solved by evidence. Because there was so much rain, it took so long for the body to be found. The only way this case is going to get solved is for someone to come forward. Somebody needs to come forward with what they know. Now, there were people at that party. There were somebody. This did not happen in a bubble. There was a lot of people there and someone saw something. Now, somebody, surely, all of this time has passed. You have got to have looked in your heart and know that something hateful and horrible happened that night. And it has got to be burdening you. With TikTok, with everything going on, hopefully you have realized that that back-assward way of thinking is over. And you have got to know that this is wrong. And if nothing else, there is a reward out there. If you can't look in your heart and see that that was a horrible thing that happened. Fuck, at least want some money. At least come forward for that. And if you can't do something good for another human being at least do something good for yourself and give the fbi some information so that they can find the person who did this now the family has said since dateline has done a cold case episode unsolved mysteries has covered this case Uncovered had a newsletter today that has covered this case. You can go to Uncovered.com. There are some great sources about this case. The family has a Facebook page titled Justice for Alonzo Brooks. There are so many ways to give information anonymously about this case. You can give the information about this case and do something good. It has been years. Alonzo Brooks deserves justice. Maria Ramirez deserves answers. He was left in a ditch. Be a decent human being. You don't have to give all the answers. Just give the FBI, give law enforcement enough of a direction, enough of clues that they can leave some friggin' breadcrumbs so that they can go find the answers and this person can answer for their crime. Would the person who did this do the same for you? Would they cover this shit up for you? Will they be sitting in a nursing home Will they eventually tell the truth and bring your name into it? Will your name ultimately, so then your grandkids, your children will know the truth that you were there? As I've gotten older, I want all of you who are looking at these cold cases. And I want all of you to think about something. I worked at a nursing home as I was working on my degree and everything and I worked as an LPN as I was furthering my degree and I want you to think about something as people get older and I want you to think about all of these people you've talked to throughout your life as people get older and they may have dementia or get confused or just get bored in a nursing home. They talk. And I was one of those nurses and I had amazing CNAs. My two favorite were Sonia and Becky. Loved them, loved them, loved them. Ah, and Danny, my medication assistant. But we listened to the residents. And we took everything they said very seriously. So I want you to think about the things that they're saying, because police these days are taking those conversations as well, very seriously. So think about your friends as they're sharing conversations because I can guarantee you. There is a lot of nurses who listen to true crime. A lot of nursing assistants who listen to true crime. A lot of medication assistants who listen to true crime. Will anybody at that party in Lucene, Kansas Anybody that may have been sitting there? Anybody that someone may have talked to throughout the years? Will any of them have a story to share about a man who might have been at the party that somebody may have hurt? Which one of you want to share the story first? $100,000 reward for the person who can share information for what happened to Alonzo Brooks. That's a lot of money. That's life-changing money. $5,000 these days and a lot of these cases on Kansas Missing and Unsolved is life-changing money anymore. COVID has hit everyone hard. People are listening now. People at shelters are listening now. That's why I do these podcasts. I hope some of you are listening. Law enforcement are putting rewards out for information. Law enforcement are looking for tips to help put these people for information to help to get justice for Alonzo Brooks. If anyone has information, you can go to our social media page and please let's get justice for Alonzo Brooks. And if you know something and maybe you are there Do you want to wait until somebody else shares your story? Or would you like to offer the information first? And have a chance to share your side of the story until somebody else shares it for you. I want to thank you guys for listening. Remember, you can find Crime Scene and Cupcakes on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, you name it, we're there. Thank you guys so much for listening. And remember to check out, we will have links to the Wichita unsolved cases, Cedric County unsolved cases. We work with Garden City, Kansas unsolved cases. Just any of the links we can find for any of the unsolved cases throughout Kansas City. Everywhere else, we always provide the links on any of our social media, whenever we find them. So please look forward to it. Please share any of the unsolved cases as many times as you can, any of the unsolved posters, because that's how they get solved is people remembering, thinking about them. It's not just listening to them. People have to see them It they need to be refreshed in people's memory because that's how they remember them. They see something, they say something, but they have to remember them first. So thank you so much for listening. We out.